0: How can't I help you today? I want to speak to your manager! Hello and welcome back to Customer Service Horror Stories, the podcast. My name is David and I'm your host. I usually say the Hi, I'm your host, David. Whatever, fuck it. I'm David. I'm the one talking to you. The only one talking to you for now. This is a solo podcast. If... You've gotten this far and haven't figured that out yet. Anyway, welcome back to episode... Welcome back. We're going to do episode 11 today, and um, it's going to be about me, duh, working at um, Two Men and a Truck as a phone sales. Now, I really only have one good story here because I... um, I only worked there for like nine months, and again, most of the stuff that I've encountered is really typical. Just, you know, when I tell somebody how much it might be, they go, "Oh my God, that's too expensive." You know what? Let's let's just let's just go from here. So general complaints, right? And it was I'm telling you, it was every fucking day, every day, and. If you're in the sales business, and if you're in the phone sales business, you 100% should be able to, um, should, you should be able to, um, to, to relate to this. I'm really hoping that snowplow is not going to be a problem in the recording. Okay. So, anyway, um, you know, you get the general especially if you're like a premium service, you're going to be higher price, but you're getting what you pay for. So I'm just gonna run this down for you. I've got unlimited time. This this podcast has no set time limit. So we're just gonna go for it. Here we go. So the way two men in a truck worked was you get two men and one truck for one sixty an hour. It's probably changed at this point. Who knows? It's been a couple. it's been two years plus since I've worked there. So Maybe rates have changed, but but when I was working there, was two men, one truck, $160 an hour. There's a travel charge. There's there's a, there's a, there's not a travel charge. It's a, um, it's a, yeah, it's travel charge. And what it is, is an estimated and locked, uh, like uh, an estimated and a locked um, time and charge for that time. So let's say that. the house that they're picking everything up from is half an hour away from headquarters. And then the house they're coming back from is 15 minutes away from headquarters. So, or maybe let's just say another half hour. Let's keep it easy. Another half hour, right? That's $80 and it's $160 because it is a one-hour round-trip to get from HQ to pickup location to last drop off location or last location back to HQ, one hour, you're charged one hour. It doesn't matter if there's traffic, if they take longer than that to get to you or shorter than that to get to you, you pay that, that's it. And then they'll, like, you know, I would estimate, oh, you've got a one bedroom apartment, so it's gonna take them, you know, three, it's gonna take two men, one truck, three to five hours to. Pick up your stuff, load it into the truck. And let's just pretend that they're moving 15 minutes away, right? So then they're going to drive 15 minutes to the new place, set everything up the way you want it, and come back to HQ. The time, the moment you sign your paper to okay the move is when that clock starts. So from there until you sign the papers at the end of the move, that's how much time you're being charged. So right now we're at that 160 for travel time that's locked and loaded. Depend, even if it takes three times as long to get to and fro, as three and ten. That's it, depending on traffic, whatever. But three to five hours, you know, whatever. You know, you go pick up, go here, go there, do the thing, okay? I would say that, or I would say, you know, oh, this this is a big house. You know, I wouldn't say that, but it would like, oh, you know, you've got this many things, this, this size of house. We're probably going to need, you know, maybe four men and two trucks to take four to six hours or six to eight hours. You know, some people have some big fucking houses, some big fucking shit and a lot of it. So, you know, shit took time and these guys were really good in that. So the 160 an hour for two men and one truck, we're going to keep it simple. I'm sorry. I, diver- I digressed. Two men, one truck, 160 an hour plus travel charge. Okay. Um, which is based off that 160 an hour. Uh, that includes wrapping and padding, okay, of everything that needs it, right? It's expensive, okay? If you're packing up a three-bedroom, two-bath, you know, three-bedroom, four-bath, whatever, if you're packing up a big-ass house and it's going to take lots of guys lots of time to do it, it's going to be expensive, People will complain all the time. Now, if you're explaining your services, people are oh, my God, that's so expensive. I can't do that. And then they're going to go. They're going to find a cheaper rate. But then they're going to find they don't do as much. or they're not certified or all that other shit. Right? You can tell people whatever you want. As long as you, whatever. So, um, you know, you get that a lot. You know, oh, my God, you're so expensive. I wasn't expecting it to be this much. Oh, my God, it's going to take them that long. Look, if you think you can do it better, first of all, then do it better and do it yourself for free. Rent a fucking U-Haul. Gather all of your friends. Pack your shit up and move. Okay? They'll charge you whatever it costs for the truck. It'll cost you whatever it costs for the truck and some pizza and beer. That's the standard. I'm just saying. Maybe maybe you do quinoa and iced tea. I don't give a fuck. But, you know, (laughs) you reward your friends for helping you with that. But regardless, you know, oh, that's too much. Blah, blah, blah. You know, all that shit. People being rude. Some Sometimes you get the good guys that are just like, yeah, okay. I'll do it. Let's do it. Yeah. And those are great because those are easy. It's bing, bong, bing. You're gone. You're up. You're down. You're there. Okay. So, um, and part of this process was once you wanted to solidify a date, once you wanted to schedule your move, you had to give a credit card number, and they we did. they didn't take a deposit. They put a hole there was a prior authorization, so they made sure because it could cost thousands of dollars depending on what you're doing. It could cost a few hundred it could cost five hundred or less it could cost five thousand you know if they're traveling across state across country, you know those are hundreds thousands. Thousands of dollars, it's it's a lot of money. So, um, (laughs) oh my god, really? So, um, you know, premium services they cost is be a lot of money no matter what, right? So, um, oh yeah, so they would have to put a prior authorization on that amount of money on the minimum amount of money it would be okay so if they said it was going to cost 350 to 500 they'd put down uh 350 or maybe i think it was 500 maybe it was the max and it's it wasn't a deposit the money went nowhere but it was put on hold so that they made sure you could pay for the move right makes sense prior authorization is a completely legal thing to do you know and then you could pay however you wanted you credit card cash check and blowjob i don't i don't know whatever probably not that but cash credit check they would take all whatever however you wanted to pay and it didn't you know and and once that and that pre-authorization came off you know a couple days later by the time that other cash comes out it's not a big deal so this one guy calls um and you can get an estimate without scheduling and they'll save your information and it's great you call back say hey i'm ready to do my move let's schedule it here's my card stuff so i had a hair on my head spit out um So this guy calls. I didn't do his move. I didn't do his estimate, but he called. His person wasn't available, so I just went through it. I was like, okay, hey, looks like you have a this size house, and you're going from this place to this place, and you got that and this and that and this. this. We're all moving this. It's going to cost this much. It's going to take this much time. Hey. And he goes, yep, sounds great to me. Let's do it. Let's schedule me. me." I said, okay, sounds good. All I need is a credit card. And he goes, well, I'm going to pay on the day of the move. It's like, huh, right, you are going to pay on the day of the move because we're going to see how long it takes and we're going to give you all the real-time uh, you know, cost. But in order to solidify a date, to schedule a date, to lock down a date, you need to give me a credit card so I can put a prior authorization. It is not a deposit. We do not take any money, but we do put some of it on hold until the day of your move just to make sure that you can, in fact, pay for the move. And he goes, well, I'm not going to give you my credit card. I'm going to pay for it on the day. I was like, yeah, I understand that. That is the policy. But, and then I re-explained. And he goes, hold on, I'm going to let you talk to my wife. So, what I can imagine, this wasn't FaceTime, I couldn't see shit. But what I imagine is that he takes the receiver and he moves it away from his face. What he doesn't do is either hit a mute button or cover the phone with his hand to at least block some of the sound, to at least fucking pretend that I couldn't hear shit. And he goes, and this is what I hear. Hey, Marlis, come talk to this asshole. Did I forget to mention that this happened on the last hour and a half of my time in that place? It was my last day of work. I'd put in my two weeks already. It was... It was 4.30 because I was, no, it was 5.30 because I was out at 7. This motherfucker, and I. no one called me a name. People were rude. People had hung up. You know, they'd asked to speak to someone else, but nobody had ever called me a name. This dude just straight called me an asshole, but not to my face. When addressing me, when, when referring to me to his wife. And then he goes, and then, this should have been a training call. Okay, this should have been recorded and this should have been a training tool. I go, excuse me, sir, sir, sir. And he goes and he goes, Yes. And he brings the phone back to his face and Yes. Said, I heard what you said. And I just want to let you know that this is not my policy. This is company policy. I'm doing my due diligence as an employee of the company. And look, if this was my company Maybe I wouldn't have you give me your credit card. Maybe I would take your good word and, you know, have it in good faith. But it's not my choice. So I am doing what I need to do. He goes, and he goes, Yo, I'm sorry, David, you're not an asshole. I'll have Marlis call you back. <laughs> and then he hangs up. And I was just like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. My last hour and a half of, of a job, that's when I get called an asshole. Not even, like, directly. Just... Because the idiot didn't even care to 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 cover the receiver and mute the phone. Did he not think I was going to say anything? Did you think I'm a bitch? No. I've talked back to customers. I have. <gasps> There's a pharmacy story I could tell that I haven't told. Son of a bitch. You know what? In the same vein, because it won't take very long, I will tell that story today too. Um, even though it cuts down the amount of stories I have to tell you for future episodes, but that's okay. We got a lot of shit to talk about, like listener stories and paranormal stories and just story stories and we're going to do reviews and stuff. So this is just going to be a, whatever I want podcast. It's going to be about stupid customers. So anyway, let's continue. Um, and then, oh my God. Okay. Go, going back to two men in a truck in this exact instance, uh, uh, um, incident, Marlis calls back. Like, the phone rings. I recognize the number. I go... "Mm." I pick up the phone. I go... And, you know, I I say my spiel. And um, she says a name. She says, Hi, this, that, and this. I'd like to confirm a move. "Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. She goes, Are you the one that spoke to my husband? Because I was a little cold. Because I was expecting her to be just like him. And, like, you know, basically treat me like an asshole. And and i was like yep mhm okay yep yep got it she goes is this a are you the one that spoke to my husband i go yep she goes ha, sounds like it well i just want to let you know he's actually a really sweet person and he's really nice and i tell him all the time that he could play a grumpy man and a grumpy old man in a movie i was like yes yes he sure could um she gave me she was so sweet and so nice she gave me The credit card number, no problem. We solidified the date. We got their move done. No problem. Why would you fucking... Why, dude? Why? You're going to try to walk all over me and then passively, yet in my face, call me an asshole? Come on, dude. Come on. So, like I said, some of my horror stories aren't like horror horror stories. They're some really fucked up shit. But I've experienced some shit. And it's mainly the attitude behind all of Every customer that we're going to be talking about pretty much has the same attitude. It's all entitlement. It's all I'm better than you. It's all, you know, you're working for me. This is your job. Cater to me. mm 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 Okay. In that vein, let's go over to um, Merwin Long-Term Care Pharmacy where I used to do everything pretty much. I mean, aside from like back office stuff, I was on data. I was a tech filler. I was a manager. I did. I pulled the meds. I ordered, I've even ordered the meds a few times. Like, right. I did a whole lot. Um, so one day I was on data and no, I wasn't <laughs> just kidding. Um, I was, um, oh yeah, I was on data, but I was manager at the time. So I was helping out with data entry And, you know, making labels and filling prescriptions, whatever. And um, I pick up the phone. Somebody calls. I pick up the phone. And she just starts bitching. Just right. I don't even know what it was. I don't even remember what it was about. She just started bitching. It was something about having meds. Needing meds but not getting them or something. So what we did was we packed up meds and we sent them. We delivered to long-term care, you know, facilities like assisted livings and nursing homes and uh, even hospitals, psych ward, you know, all that other stuff, correctional facilities, prisons, all that other stuff, all that stuff. So some nurse calls and says that she ordered meds at some point, didn't get them at a certain time, just started yelling at me. And at this point in my career, I was already like, you know what? I'm going to take this shit. I'm here to help. So what I said was, excuse me, what I'm going I'm to have to ask you to speak to me like a human being. I am not the hu- I am not the person who started this order. I am however going to do my best to help you. So let's stop yelling at me. Give me the story and I can get this fixed. And then she finally and then she like she like took a breath and then she explained everything and we got everything sorted. All you got to do for customer service is come at that person like they're a motherfucking person. You are not the high ruler of the world just because it is this person's job to take your order and, you know, you know, (laughs) fill requests, basically, no matter what the job is, whether it be fast food, whether it be, you know, a sit-in restaurant, whether it be somebody who does taxes, you know, fills prescriptions, any of that. Just because they're there to work for, quote unquote, for you, it doesn't mean they're there for you and they, they're subservient to you and that you, they are your bitch. That is not at all what that is. The moral of every single one of these episodes is to treat people like people. It's incredible what that will do. I'm not saying you need to, tr- you should be treating people like people and, and talking to pe- and being really nice to people so you can get shit, but even me just being a customer, like this caribou that I go to all the time, um, I talk to everybody like a human. I, you know, if I s- notice that they're wearing something cool, I'll comment on it or like, you know, we'll talk about the trivia or, you know, just just like, and after you see these people for so long, you just start to get to know them. These people hook me up a hardcore. Like when I go to any other Caribou and I get my drink, it is I get a large espresso. It's 4 shots. Well, I add a 5th shot and then a full shot of caramel. I know exactly how that what that feels like in a cup. When I go there, it is way heavier than it is anywhere else because everywhere else does it by the book. These people enjoy me and I also tip. But they but you know, I've made, you know, friends with them and The goal wasn't to get free coffee. It happens. But the goal was to just treat somebody like a human being. Yeah, they're making my coffee. I am paying for it. I don't get to order them around. I don't get to yell at them because the coffee was too hot or too cold or there wasn't enough caramel or it took 30 seconds longer than it fucking should have. That's the thing. So, you know... Also, you know, in regards to like that nurse story, there are people out there who will try to walk all over you just to see if they can. And if they can, they'll keep doing it. But um, if you show that you're not, that they're not your boss, like if you show them like, "Um, you can't talk to me like that. You can't, that's not your job. You can't order me to do these things. You can't talk talk down to me. Why don't you have a nicer tone? Let's speak they'll back off and speak. I actually even, okay, really quick. We're approaching 20 minutes and I really want these to be under half an hour again at the pharmacy. This was not a customerist, And so this is somebody who worked there and she had been there for a while and you know, she was not a warm human being. She didn't, she was not, I don't know, whatever happened, somebody hurt her and she doesn't like humans, right? Okay, great. You don't. You try not to form friendships. You guard yourself. That's fine and dandy. But you know what? Relax sometimes. So anyway, I first started. Yes, I'm a talker. There's a reason I can do this podcast for 20 plus minutes without stopping talking because I can talk. I understand that fact. You don't. Nobody has to tell me that. I, one of the pharmacists at this location that I was talking to, that I'm talking about right now called me Jabberjaw. Like he would just call me that. That I my, I didn't have a name. That was my name. Anyway, so this woman would always, always either just grunt or ignore me completely because I like to say hello to everybody and like acknowledge human beings' existence, especially the ones that I'm working closely with. And every day, I'd still acknowledge her, even though I'd get a, or a hi, or a, I would still acknowledge her, and I would only go to her if I had a question, and there Every human, every other human being was busy. So, this, so I had had to come to her a couple of times, and one time I came up to her and asked her something, and she was so rude. She was rude every single fucking time. But at this one point, I just was fucking done with it because she was constantly rude to me for no fucking reason. So, I actually, um, she was rude, and I was like, What's your problem? I'm just asking you a question. Look, You're the only person here who's available for me to talk to about this. And it is this time-sensitive thing. I need to get this filled so we can keep going. Why are you so rude? Stop being like that. I'm just asking you a goddamn question. And, like, after that day I really, truly stood up for myself, she would, like, say hi to me without me saying anything. She'd, like, answer my questions in a nice, like, tone. I was like... Why did I have to be a shithead to you for you to actually be nice to me? That doesn't make any sense. Oh, my God. Anyway, I've been blabbering on for 22 and a half minutes. So um, I thank you very much for coming and hanging out and listening to all my stories. And I think next week we'll do a listener story. I've got a few built up. And I've got a couple of friends who have just discovered the podcast who I want to either uh read their stories verbatim. If you have a story, please send it to me at c s h s podcast at gmail dot com or find me on instagram twitter actually use the email and if you want to use social media, that's great fine. I'll keep checking them. I'm um, just not as good, but please. Send me your stories. I will, and send them to me the way you want them read. I will read them verbatim, and eventually here, um, I I I'll have I'll have guests on the podcast. I just, I'm trying to keep it simple for now. But you know, I mean, I'm no one, but nobody needs to be a guest on my nothing podcast. But for those of you who listen, and I know that you do because I look at my analytics. I really appreciate that you come and listen to me blather about all this stupid shit. And please, if you have your own stories, let me know. Not only because I want material for this podcast, but because I love hearing these. I love and hate hearing these stories. It's bullshit. It's great, but it's bullshit. So, um, If there's any just stuff in words, because I'm a horrible podcaster, thank you for hanging out, and how can't I help you?